The Strategic Living Podcast, episode number 352. It's not about the destination. It's all about the process. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Well, we live in a culture where instant gratification is the standard and taking any shortcuts available, well, that's considered efficient. You know, it's the old, are we there yet syndrome. <laughs> remember when you were little, or maybe, maybe you have your own kids and you remember them doing this, repeating that nagging question every 20 minutes as you journeyed toward grandma's house. Are we there yet? Well, you know, I, I'm sure you've experienced that, or maybe that was you in the back seat growing up as a kid. But what about the adult version of us? What about now that we're grown and, you know, we're, <laughs> we're men, we're women, and sometimes we don't pay attention to the value of the journey, and, well, we just want to get there. We want to be there. I don't want to have to go through the process. I just want to be wherever I need to be and get there and get done with it. We want our transitions to be swift, to be efficient. We want them to be pain-free and everything. Yet sometimes in order for us to successfully arrive at, let's say, a new level, there are just some things that we need to learn along the way. Sometimes there's required growth that is necessary for us in order to be qualified and prepared to handle whatever's on that new level. Let's just be honest about it. If, if you go into a new season or into a new role or into a new job or business venture and you are taking some old stuff with you or you're taking your limited qualifications with you, you've not grown into that place yet it's very likely you're going to mess that up. That's what I want to talk about today. There is a destination, but the real value of going from point A to point B is in the process that you will go through to get you there. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's all about the process. It's going to be a great conversation. And just before we go into our feature presentation, I really need to remind you of our Create, Publish, and Profit workshop coming up in just a week. So listen closely. I want to invite you to be a part of this very special workshop on June 21st, 2018 in the DFW area. We're going to be talking about Create, Publish, and Profit. I want to teach you how to take your ideas, your passions, your message, the expertise, the wisdom, and the, the talent you have and translate that into published works. 
whether it be written works, which is a published book, or maybe even uh, an online course or an audio program, whatever the case may be, we're going to give you a step-by-step -step process where you can take what you have, what you know, and get it to masses of people through mediums that will be effective. Specifically, I'm going to spend a lot of time that day talking about the book publishing process. Nothing gives you greater authority in the marketplace than to be a published author, and I want to see you do that. I believe you have something to say. And so June 21st, 2018, in Arlington, Texas, I want to see you in the room. I have 50 seats available at the time of this recording, and we're going to cap it at 50, so you need to hurry up, jump online, register today, and be a part of this incredible event. If you've ever had a desire to publish a book, to create product, to get your message out to the masses of people, this is your opportunity. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash publish today. Well, we're only two weeks away from our workshop, and if you've been on the fence, now's the time to get off. Now's the time to, to get registered. We have a few seats left, and I know in my heart of hearts you've been considering this. I, I just know there are so many people out there. I get this question all the time. How do I write a book? How do I publish my thoughts? How do I get my message to more people? And we have created this workshop specifically for you. And so I'm asking you to make that decision Go to brianholmes.com forward slash publish today, brianholmes.com forward slash publish, and you will be so glad that you did. We've talked often on the program about transition. I've also shared with you on numerous occasions some of my own story. Over the past six and a half years, I have personally walked this out. So when I talk about it, I really am speaking from recent and very deep, meaningful experience. And through that experience, I have come to understand the value of the process. In fact, as I look back over these last six years or so, and I sort of consider the, the scope of all of it, there are areas of growth healing, maturing, and understanding that I've come to that I could have never experienced except for the process. Maybe this is kind of Greek to you because you don't know the backdrop. So let me give you a quick little overview, and then we'll dive into some things here that I think will be helpful to you. In 2011, I, I began to sense a little bit of discontent. I, I, I wasn't unhappy in my vocation. I wasn't burned out. I wasn't even frustrated, but I, I sensed, okay, there's something pulling me. There's something that's gnawing at me. There's something that I can sense drawing me toward it, whatever it is, but I really had no clue. But that, that sense of knowing there's something out there created a healthy discontent in me. And uh, in early 2012, I took five and a half days. I got away with a group of friends, and it was really a place where I could get away and encounter my Heavenly Father in a way that I like to do. And, and quite honestly, I wasn't really prepared for how that was going to go down. <laughs> but 
on one of the days I was way out in the, the wilderness, we were on a huge piece of land, several thousand acres, as I recall, there are rivers flowing through it and mountains, and it's just a lot of cool stuff. And I, I just was having this conversation with my designer. You know, I've got a designer. And uh, every once in a while, I like to chat with him about things because he designed it, he created it, he thought it up in his mind. And so I figure if anybody knows how it should go, he's probably the one, right? And while we were having this, this conversation, uh, I, I sensed very clearly that I was being invited on a journey, in other words, the, the internal sense that I had for a long time that there's something was made a little bit more tangible because I, I felt as though God, my creator, my designer, was saying to me, I want to take you some places you haven't been before. I'm going to show you some stuff you really didn't even know existed. You've been sort of focused in on one area. You've been a little bit myopic in your, in your vantage point, but I'm about to peel the curtain back here and show you some things that are available to you that maybe you haven't considered. And my immediate response was yes. I mean, and there was no hesitation. There was absolutely no pretense. There was no, there was just no, it was just a literal, authentic, genuine yes. And so my very next response was after saying yes and meaning it was okay, so where are we going? How long is it going to take to get there? What do I need to bring along? What do I need to pack? You know, what's it going to look like? And, and uh, <laughs> how much money am I going to make? And what am I going to be doing? And I mean, just, you know, here comes the thousand and one questions. It reminds me of the original Home Alone movie, that little kid that jumped up in the, you know, remember the vans that pulled up in front of the house to pick up the big family and take them to the airport? And the neighborhood neighborhood kid comes over and jumps in the van talking to the van driver saying, does this have four-wheel drive? Does it go fast? How much gas miles does it get? And it just starts rattling off. It's kind of like that. I was like, where are we going? How long is it going to take to get there? What do I need to bring? That was me talking to God. Now, my yes was yes, but I, I wanted to know the details. You see, I'm a thinker. I'm a planner. I mean, shoot, I'm a coach. I'm a strategist. I'm a guide. I'm a consultant. So, you know, I, I need to be thinking along the lines of these details, right? That's, that's just how my brain's kind of wired. But I have to tell you, uh, I suppose he wasn't going to clue me in because the, the answer that I got back was, that's not how this deal's going to work. Yeah, but I need I need the GPS coordinates. I need a color map. I need pictures. I need videos. I need you know I want to make sure we got bookings. You know I'm going to make sure I reserve my hotel rooms and my. I mean I'm just I'm way ahead, man. I'm my wife tells everybody I'm always ten years ahead of everybody. That's where my head was. I was like I want to already be there wherever there is. Let's go. Let's do it right now. Boom. Beam me up, Scotty. Let's do the deal. Yet, even though I needed to know where there was. What I didn't realize was that God's invitation to me was really into a process. He was inviting me so that he could gently and graciously walk me through some really important places on our way, whatever that meant. And on our way, there would be numerous opportunities for me to understand numerous opportunities for me to, to challenge limiting beliefs, numerous opportunities for me to realize where I had deficits and, and shortcomings and things that needed to be worked out in me so that I could be ready for what he was preparing for me. I want you to get that. 
this journey was not about the destination. It was about the things that needed to be worked out in me through the process. Some of those areas looked like this. On a personal level, my entire identity was really wrapped up in the roles, the titles that I held, and the stations that I held in my life. In other words, uh, standing on my own two feet, standing as a man, just stripped down, I, I had no sense of identity. But yet when clothed in the titles and the roles and the recognition of what those roles and those stations meant in life, in those, I had a sense of identity. A slowly stepping away from those roles, and by the way, that's kind of how the journey went over the from 2012 to 2014. Those two years was just a gradual, very healthy, very organic, very peaceful uh, coming away and disconnecting slowly and not abruptly and not ripping and tearing things apart, but just this gradual, beautiful process of stepping away from those roles and those stations created a crisis of identity in me. And that crisis of identity was, okay, I'm standing out here naked, not literally, ladies and gentlemen, but in, a, in metaphorically speaking, without the shroud of titles and roles and and adoration and, and accolades. I'm standing out here just alone. But who am I? I it, it became necessary for me to really get to know me. Now imagine what I'm telling you right now. If I was not going through this process and not embracing this part of the process, I would have remained in a content and status quo kind of a place content to hold on to the roles, which gave me a sense of identity, which then did not require me to get to know me. And therefore I would have been living a lie. But yet as I stripped those things away, it became necessary for me to look on the inside. I had to grapple with some really deep insecurities that had been with me my whole life from the time I was a small child. I became painfully aware of my very real and very serious tendency to please people. I, I became aware that I was caught up in constantly striving to make sure everybody was okay and to make sure everybody was okay with me. That's a terrible way to live your life, by the way. In a very real sense, my worth and my value was solely based in my mind on what I did, not on who I was. It was, all in all, performance orientation. Perform recognition. Perform approved of. Perform everybody's okay with you. It was very unhealthy. And it was, it was a major brass ceiling that I was going to keep hitting my head against because it wasn't going to allow me to go to the next level. One of the very difficult things that I had to grapple with through this process in a personal sense is that I recognized that my marriage with Sabrina, my relationship with her, 
even my relationships with my, my son and my daughter, these were built around the false identities that I had been vested in my whole life. And so I was relating to the people that I love the most from a position of insecurity and a total lack of confidence in knowing who I was. So not only were they not getting the best of me, they weren't really getting me at all. Now, I'm going to pause for a second and talk about the next category of things that that tend to be brought up in the process. But before I do, I want you to keep this in mind. The process of moving from where you are today to where God, your creator, and your designer is inviting you to be is immensely valuable. And it's only on that path where your heart is open and your mind is willing will you discover these things and begin to recognize that they are holding you back from becoming everything that you can be. Another category that I had to really dive into was my, my personal beliefs in every area of my heart and life. I was so deeply invested in living up to other people's expectations of me. I, I confess to you, I had never really vetted my own belief systems. Simple things like, who am I and why am I here? We talked about that a moment ago. But I'm talking about the, the deeper things, you know, the taboo things, the things that you're not supposed to, questions you're not supposed to ask, like, what do I believe about God? So, well, Brian, you were raised a Christian. You should know all these, you know, the, the Romans road and the, all the memorized scriptures and the, the foundational doctrines and all that stuff, right? No, I, I'm telling you, I had to ask these questions. What do I believe to be true? about God? What do I believe about his nature? What do I believe about his heart towards me as a son? What do I believe about the Bible? Now that sounds almost heretical, but I'm telling you, you know, from the time I was a little boy until I was a grown man, I was taught certain doctrines and theological belief points and and we were taught certain things about the Bible, and, and we took those so many times for face value, but, but they were really never mine. They were someone else's that I had adopted to be mine. And so I had to go through several years of really going through and determining what do I really believe to be true? What is right? Why do I believe the things that I believe? Is what I was taught all these years, is it even right? Is it correct? Is it biblical? Is it moral? Here was a tough one for me. Is what I've been teaching other people for 27 years at that point, is all of that even right? Is it correct? Is it lined up with God's word? And then, of course, what do I believe to be true about me? What do I believe about life? What do I believe about marriage? What do I believe about people in general? What do I believe about money? 
What do I believe about business and marketplace and wealth and prosperity and man, the, the list just goes on. I, you know, now I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, man, you like, this is like classic midlife crisis. You know, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I will tell you, I was invited into a process. I was invited into a journey. I was invited into discovery. And for me, the process looked like going deep, asking questions, and seeking with a heart toward God until I found the answer that I knew in my heart was correct. During that season, everything was on the table and open to honest scrutiny. Everything was on the table. Now, for some of you, especially those of you who come from a Christian background or a church sort of environment or a religious uh, bent, I, I know firsthand that the prospect of doing what I just described is utterly frightening to you because we were taught, we were programmed, you don't question things. Well, I would contend that the only real growth, the only real progress, the only real revelation and understanding comes as a result of asking questions, the right questions. Another category that obviously came into play was, you know, my life's work. That's important to every human being, especially to a man. You know, your career, your your work, and how you generate revenue and money and and all of that is important. It's, it's a part of the DNA of who you are. And for me, I'd been in vocational ministry for 27 years. And uh, even though during that same period of time, I'd always had a, a real business touch or a business sense about me. I'd, I'd done consulting. I'd done some coaching. But I had largely ignored those areas because, you know, I was called to do ministry. So I had to reevaluate my definition of ministry. I had to reevaluate my definition of influence and leadership. I had to really look at, you know, is ministry exclusive to within the four walls of the church and a pulpit position, or is ministry something that we all are called to do outside of the four walls of the church in whatever sphere of influence God has given us to work in? I'm so delighted to say that in 2013, I met a number of really awesome people, uh, people like Dan Miller and Michael Hyatt and Ray Edwards, Cliff Ravenscraft, Aaron Walker, and, and so many others that just God put right smack dab in the middle of my path, in the middle of my process. And those people brought me into environments where there were other business leaders and other entrepreneurs and other great men and women who were serving God and, and doing what they were created to do, but doing it in places I had never personally been engaged in before on this level. I attended conferences. We were doing incredible work in boardrooms of, of great companies and in classrooms and different places. And I began to see that the kingdom of God was very real in the business sector. And personally, I began to find some traction and, and experience success and, and see a measure of impact and influence taking place as a result of my work in that space. 
my own personal reach, my own influence began to expand through podcasting and speaking and coaching and mastermind groups and all these types of areas, consulting. And as a result of me engaging in that space, I was directly and indirectly benefiting and growing as a leader, as an influencer, because of the relationships and the connections and the life that was in that space. Something in me truly came alive. Let me remind you again, as it relates to my personal, personal areas of my heart and life and my beliefs and my life's work, all those areas, let me remind you, all the while I'm, I'm experiencing these transitions and these markers and these things, I'm still searching for what my next it is. <laughs> I, I still don't know where there is. Remember, I started this journey in 2012, and now 2015, 2016, here it is, 2017, 2018 now, and all the while, I'm still trying to put my finger on, okay, if it's not pastoring a church, then what is it? Remember, I'm no longer pastoring in the classical sense, but I still had no clue what the next thing was. I was just taking, watch, one day at a time. And each day was an opportunity to learn, to grow, to have God's light shine on certain areas of my heart and work those things out so that I would go into the next place, the next day, stronger, wiser, with more understanding, with more grace, with more competency. And this is how I, I finally figured it out. One day it dawned on me, Brian, it is not about the destination. It is all about the process. And that's what I want to encourage you with today. I don't know where you are in the journey. Maybe you're on the, the, the very front end of the invitation and you're wondering, man, do I step into this thing? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you it's so worth it. It's so freaking cool. I can't even begin to tell you how awesome my life is today as a result of me stepping into this just blindly by faith. Maybe you're in the big fat middle of it and you're just processing through some of these things you've heard me talking about, challenging your beliefs, looking at everything, really working out some insecurities and some personal things in your own heart. Maybe you're, you're searching out other opportunities in business or entrepreneurship or other career paths or whatever ministry, whatever the case may be. But wherever you are in the continuum of transition, wherever you are in the continuum of walking out this process, let me just say to you, every day you must leverage and maximize what that day holds because every day is an opportunity for you to grow, to be healed, to come alive, and to discover more of what it is that you're moving toward. powerful thing. It's not about the destination. It's all about the process. If you're ready to take your life and leadership to another level and are committed to doing whatever necessary to become the influencer God has created you to be, then you are ready for this week's Influencers Challenge. 
As we talk about the process, I want to share with you 10 things to remember when you say yes to your next level. And these all relate back to what we've talked about today. 10 things to remember when you say yes to your next level. Number one, don't be in a hurry to get to the next quote unquote place. When you, when you know you've been invited to a different level, wonderful, celebrate that. Know this, there's a process now in front of you. Don't be in a hurry. Number two, embrace the process. I cannot say this strongly enough. The value of the entire deal is in the process. The beauty of the entire deal is in the process. The reward of the entire deal is in the process. Embrace it. Grab a hold of it. Don't let go. Number three, as you engage the process, go deep. Explore your own heart. Look honestly and sincerely at your own life and allow truth to really come forward. Go deep. Look at your heart and find truth. Number four, as you do that, identify the deficits. Identify the weak areas. Identify the places in your heart that need to be healed and the areas that need to be improved upon. Now, sometimes uh, that's a little tough for some of us because we have to acknowledge that something's not totally right. I will tell you that acknowledging something is the beginning of fixing it. You cannot change what you're not willing to acknowledge. So acknowledge the deficits, the weaknesses, the areas that need to be healed and improved upon. Acknowledge those. Number five. Ask the right questions. Listen to me. Ask questions. I mean, if you can think of a million questions, ask them. Now, I would encourage you to ask them of the right people. Most importantly, ask them of yourself or maybe best of all, ask the designer. He knows the answer. Number six. Surround yourself with people who are willing to speak the truth to you, even when it hurts. That one's so important. Number seven, look for opportunities to grow. Number eight, look for opportunities to learn. Number nine, this one's so important. Look for opportunities just to rest. Rest your mind Rest your emotion, rest your heart, rest your body. Number 10, make each day, make every day the next step in your process. Here's the deal. If God has invited you, go. And if you said yes, well, let your yes be yes. Don't be in a hurry to get to the end. Be focused on today. Be focused on what today holds for you in the process. And always remember, whatever God has started in you, he is faithful to complete it. Will you be?
Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.